on this episode of the Gaming and Chill podcast. We've got a guest, Mr. Joe Hendley, who is a key uh, guru on marketing and social aspects. Uh, so you be sure to be excited for this episode of Gaming and Chill. Before we jump into anything, I do want to give a shout out. Thank you to all of our patrons. Without you, this episode could not be made. So, we do have a guest, Mr. Joe Hendley. How are you doing today? I'm good, thank you. Great. That is always good to hear. So, <laughs> you know, we've had a few guests on the podcast before, and I always like to start off with, so tell me a little about yourself. Uh, what kind of what kind of nerd dim do you come from? What kind of nerd them? Um, well, I've been I've been gaming since uh, oh God about nineteen seventy nine or something like that. Um, with uh, the advent of the Sinclair ZX Spectrum, uh, possibly even earlier than that. So, uh, yeah, I've I've been around a bit, um, and I have been in IT in the past, and have moved over into coaching now. So, uh, yeah, um, I'm a first person shooter kind of guy, RPG kind of guy, etc. There you go. Can't really uh, can't really complain there. Um, so was I right when I said marketing guru social aspect? I do bits of that. I'm I'm more into sales coaching than the marketing, but I do a bit of marketing as well. Um, and social media obviously comes into that as being you know I'm, I'm self employed, so uh, it, it, all of that is is incorporated into what I do. Okay, cool. I just want to make sure I got uh, got that right. So yeah, you've been yeah. you, you've been gaming for a, a while, now. a long time. Oh, yes. Like, when you said the uh, <laughs> was the spectral, I was like, I don't uh, spectrum. Is that a, a Sinclair Spectrum? ZX Spectrum? I way back in the day. I've never heard of it. Never. Okay. Well, it used to <laughs> had forty eight k of memory, which would plug into the back, and then. A bit later on, you got the, the Spectrum Plus, I think it was, and it actually had a tape deck built in, uh, and you had to load in uh, the games from from uh, an actual cassette deck. Oh, wow. That yeah. is... It was insane. It was very surreal. When you look, look, when you look back at it, 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 it's very surreal. Wow, that's... And for some <laughs> reason, all I'm imagining is like the old... Uh... For some reason, like the old tube cartridges where you insert it into there and it just plays through that. Yeah, uh, uh, that that was just the memory card itself. So, uh, for example, the the Commodore sixty four. I don't know if you, do you remember that. Yeah, very vaguely. Okay, so that was an advanced version. That was an advanced version of a, a, a Spectrum. Oh Spectrum wow! Plus. Okay. Um, yeah, exactly. So that's how far back we're going. I uh, I jumped You'll... into uh, gaming with the Amiga. The Amiga yeah, home computer. Okay. Yeah, I had the ST, the Atari ST, because I always got the wrong one. No, yeah, that's actually what we're going to be talking about later. Um, yeah, I, I, there are some days I wish I could go back to those simpler times of gaming where it was just like you have four yes. games to choose from, pick wisely. Yes, and there was no online community, so that you, that you didn't have any any toxicity with other people at all. <clears> or any, it, or any clans or anything like that. It, it was just you in the it's, room. It's amazing. I think one of the oldest pieces of gaming literature, I want to use that very loosely, might actually be a binder of old school dungeon maps that my dad and uncle made oh, for Bard's yeah. Tale. Oh, brilliant. Oh, like that's, you look at it and you go, this is, it's just graph paper lines and everything. <laughs> and it looks like you're looking at it going, I don't, I don't get it. And it, it just, it's amazing looking back at those. Like, uh, recently, uh, I don't know if you, I don't know if it's out where in your section of the world, but you could get the Bard's Tale trilogy on Xbox. Oh, and it was right. The, I know. I didn't know that. Okay. It was the original <clears throat> Bard's Tales. And yes, it was like the, you have to go north. Okay, and now here's yeah. what you see. And I was like, I tried playing it, and I was like, all right, I don't have the patience for it. <laughs> I got to play something you else. Really have, have, 
you really have to have such good imagination when you're doing that those kind of video uh, those kind of games to really kind of get into it at all. I mean, I suppose it's been like Dungeons and Dragons with the board games. You, you have right. It's like Stranger Things. You know, you, you've got to have such an imagination to be able to get into that. Right, which is funny because I actually love Dungeons and Dragons, but just this game, I was just oh. like, this is just obtuse to me. I don't get it. Um, <laughs> if you're a fan of that sort of game, you might actually be a fan of another game called Untold Stories. It I is, must admit, I have not heard of that. But it okay. is a PC game. I don't know if you're a PC gamer, and I don't think it's on any of the now. other consoles. It is a text, I am now. Okay. It is a text-based adventure sort of thing mm-hmm. that you... It tells a story, but that story involves you. So the first okay. one is you're you're basically doing like this old text adventure, like you go up to the creepy house. What do you do? And you're like, open door. The door is locked. Yeah. Go around. But as you're playing it, it looks like you're sitting in a bedroom playing the game. Oh, really? You hear so someone like enter game, the house. A game within a game. Yes. Um, but oh. so, it, there's just so much, so many levels to this. I, I want to like give you more information, but I do not want to spoil it for you. Because the last, it's broken down into four or five chapters. I don't specifically remember how many. By the time you reach the fifth chapter, you're like, oh, okay, cool, whatever. And then the twist comes, and you're like, oh my god. <laughs> oh, like it's, oh, you can't beat a good twist. Oh, it, but the thing is, is like the chapters are wholly unrelated. Oh, really? Okay, but the fifth sounds... chapter makes you go, oh, oh, <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> you don't you don't get that so much these days with, with video games. It, even with the linear storylines, or even with RPGs, there's, there's not an awful lot where you get a storyline that makes you really kind of wake up and, and think, "Oh, yeah, this is what it's about." And right, but you know, in a way, I think storytelling's maybe sometimes a bit slacker than it used to be. Oh, or, I I'll wholeheartedly agree. I mean. I mean, I, I the last game that? that I can really think about story wise might have been The Witcher. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But other than that, I really can't stop. And I mean, Skyrim. I I, I want to say Skyrim, but at the same time, I also want to say not because to me, Skyrim is not about the story. No, I. It's about the adventuring and the. I the RPG I I can't actually. Tell you the story of Skyrim off the top of my head. There are uh, dragons. Something about really Dragon Ball. Yeah, her- typical hero story kind of thing. You wake up, you, you're in this land, and you're dragonborn, and you're supposed to save the world, or something like that. Right, but the, you're the, the only the, person that can kill dragons, I think. I think. And lo and behold, there's a dragon terrorizing the world, so. Good thing it, you're here, right? Yeah, <laughs> that's always when you have to start going. I guess that's the story it tells you. Yeah, Skyrim does have a lot of lore. It is just yep. parsed down into like books that no one will ever read. Except I can only think of one person who's read of every lore book in Skyrim. Um, and it just makes you stop and go. This is well, this is a simple story, but it's not good if that makes sense it's not like yes it doesn't yes. make you go oh my god that was what this was about which is i think the last time yeah i, I think the last time i i kind of came across something like that was even longer ago which would be um what was it longer ago uh spec op the spec ops the line which oh. was on ps4 i think it was, was i don't it? know if it's on, on pc was, as well it's basically the- heart of darkness okay I was like, was that the one where you ended up being the bad guy the entire time? Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm glad Spoilers. we're thinking about the same thing. Sorry. So anyone that's listening. But um, yeah, it's it's basically uh, Joseph Conrad's The Heart of Darkness in a video game, in a first-person shooter. That's um, actually and it, cool. it was Yeah, and, and the way it was done was incredibly cool because uh, loading screens, for example, as you progress throughout the, the missions, would get progressively more paranoid and uh, passive-aggressive with you. 
so it would be just like a standard sort of loading screen to start with and the first couple of levels, which would be uh, little bits of tips about how to play the game. It was more Call of Duty style loading screen. Yeah. Um, and then as you progress through the game, you have to make some choices. But I say you make choices. You, you're kind of forced into certain choices which um, are not ethically sound uh, in any sense of the word and um, or all the term. And then as you die throughout the, the, the later levels, it will start giving you guilt trips like, don't worry, this isn't your fault. You had to make the choices you made and all that kind of thing. With just very subtle things within the loading screens. Um, and it is a descent into madness as, as you go through it. And, and you kind of, you're not really sure what's going on. And then it's revealed. Yeah, basically you, 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 you've turned into the bad guy. That's actually really cool. I don't think I played Spec Ops. It's not a great game to play. It's just the the storyline of it. It, It's quite interesting because of how it was done. Okay, cool. I think. Um, Okay, so I had a couple questions. So I I, I always write out a couple questions to kind of arc some questions and uh, arc some discussion, which I think is always great. And I, I kind of already touched on that one. You um you said that you are an old school gamer. We talked about the Zenith and everything. So, but we had previously had a conversation talking about uh basically how when the world decided to go uh Super Nintendo, you went Genesis. They went in 64, you went Genesis. Uh PlayStation Dreamcast. So, how does that how has that affected your view of gaming not having the Marios or the the Zelda or uh whatever PlayStation had Spyro would be a really good one yeah it's it's that's a good question i mean I, you know i had things like uh, sonic instead so i did miss out on on uh, mario kart and i just never kind of got into it i know that's hor- probably horrific to to most of your listeners but I never got into it. Um, with with the Dreamcast, for example, I was I was doing things like Double Dragon um, and the side scrolling sort of fighters like that. Okay, cool. um, and like say, Sonic the Hedgehog was just incredibly addictive, um, and so much fun, so fast, and, and very challenging. Um, but yeah, in in later later years, when people are still playing Mario, because nobody plays Sonic anymore. Uh, but you know, Mario Kart is still a thing on a number of platforms, and it's oh, God, it's, yeah. it's such a huge franchise. Um, I don't get it. Um, you know, I get racing games. I get that. I can I can kind of get the fun, but um, yeah, yeah, it's just. I, I think with any of these things, you you buy what you buy, and you you get into the the games that are available on that platform. Like say Atari ST versus versus Amiga. There were certain things that were just not available on on, on both platforms, um, uh, so you don't know what you're missing until you, you come across it much later. Obviously, um, and at that point, well, yeah, you made your bed laying it. Yeah, or you learned something new, I guess. And so get back into. I have a couple questions based on that. Mm-hmm. So, the Sonic games. I'm sorry, the Sonic franchise. Are you actually looking forward to that as a uh, movie? No. (laughs) (laughs) Not even with the redesigns. No. Um, How how many how many good video games have turned into good films? Okay, I can only think of one (laughs) bearable movie. There you go. Two. Okay, I'm sorry. One bearable movie and one bearable series. And that is my opinion, because I am a trash human being. I actually <laughs> like the Doom movie with The Rock and Carl Urban. <laughs> that's that's true. That's that's reasonable, I suppose. It is in, a in good a sort of way. It, it the other trashy, and you're free to feel free feel feel free to hang up if you want. <laughs> I, in a terrible way, and I get that they're not good movies, I unironically love the Resident Evil movie series. Unironically. It just was, it just stuck with me. Yeah, I I, I, I can see the attraction 
To there, be fair, I can't say the attraction. Again, storylines, maybe not so much, but... Because I never played the Resident Evil games till Resident Evil 5. And at that point, that was the... Well, I, I played the demo of 4, because that was all I was allowed to play at the time. Oh. But I, I got into Resident Evil 5, and I was like, I mean, yeah, this is a great game, but I mean... Yeah. The movies, I just, I grew up with the movies. Like, that was my thing. Um, and there's much more action going on there, I suppose. Oh, God, yeah. Oh, God, I yeah. I mean, like you said, the movies, yeah. And, and you know... They were, they, were, they were reasonably well done. I actually thought you were going to say... Um, uh, Prince of Persia. No. <laughs> Prince of Persia. <laughs> <laughs> no, I thought you were going to say something like Walking Dead, because I can't remember what came first. Was it Was it, was the, the, was it the, the series? It was the comics, yeah. Yeah, it was, it was the comics was, first. Yeah. Believe me, when Walking Dead first came out, I knew people who read the comics and like, ah, it's not as good as the comics. And I'm like, yeah, because the <laughs> comics have been around for a while. Um, yeah. But then I had a, a second question based upon you had a Dreamcast and everything. So are you might be the only person who would know who Terry is, who's coming to the new, to, new, to Smash, as being one of the side-scroller fighter characters from the Dreamcast era? Oh, I don't actually know that. I'm really sorry. Okay. <laughs> I only had a couple of games. I think one was Echo, and one was... I can't remember what the other one was. And there was something about... Um, it was almost like an online game. Fantasy Star Online. Could have been. I remember I was playing a, a, a character as a ranger. Yep. I think it was. Yeah, it was Fantasy Star Online one and two. So I... that was quite forward thinking at the time, but nobody bought a Dreamcast. So <laughs> apart from us two, apparently, I I, I I never owned a Dreamcast. I know that oh, okay. game because they ported it to game. Oh, they ported it to GameCube as Fantasy Star Online one and two plus, and I put over two hundred hours into that game. Good grief. So it went a lot better on there. Uh, it, well, I played it on a... So I played it split screen. Never got online. Because okay. the online capability for GameCube was about as abysmal as Dreamcast online ability. Yeah. <laughs> and we'd play it split screen on a... Maybe a 14-inch TV. Four players. Good grief. So you're Good sitting God. there going... Can, I, you imagine, I, can you imagine doing that, Leon? No. Oh, God, no. I, like I, I'm, I'm pretty sure we'd have to figure out, you know, who murdered who. Because, you know, <laughs> you're not doing enough to warrant your screen space. No, yeah. But, but I loved that game. It was just so simple. Um, and because it's very forward-thinking at the time, and it, it's, it, there is that level of excitement, or there was that level of excitement back in the day. Whereas these days, I, maybe I'm just old and cynical and jaded, I don't know, but I kind of lost the excitement with a lot of games. I'm now. I, I kind of tend to agree. I'm losing the excitement, excitement. of here's a 40, 50 hour game and it's like, dude, that's mm. just too long. I've got a job yeah, I've got a day know. job. Yep. A, a wife, a child, and you're going, dude, I can't put 40 to 50 <laughs> hours like when I was younger in college, absolutely but even playing games like Skyrim, I load it and I'm going, I, I'm already in the weeds with this game. I'm I'm already, <laughs> I just want to take a but nap. But we can't, we can't stop playing, can we? With all the content drops and all the extra DLCs and the, the loot drops and so on. You just can't the, stop, can The you? games that have got me in their vicious grip is Monster Hunter, mm -hmm. uh, Final Fantasy XIV, and Destiny. And then pretty soon Pokemon will have me. I will be absolutely enthralled by the new Pokemon. <laughs> Pokemon. It's, and it, again, that's that's just another franchise I just don't I don't get. But obviously, it's it's incredibly popular. I I I can. It's weird. I, I can't imagine like not being into Pokemon and not being into Zelda. If that makes sense, like just because like, yeah, it, it's it's amazing to it's amazing to think like. You know, there used to be that, well, my friend down the street, well, not mine personally, has an Xbox or has a PlayStation. I, You have a Super Nintendo. And it's just like, I can't, but no one ever went, hey, let's all go to the person who has a Genesis. And it's like, ah, we're good. I, I never really, I never really, well, A, I didn't grow up with a whole lot of kids with consoles. So, I mean, yeah, so, it was yeah. pretty much just come to my house and play video games. And then, 
even yeah. then, um, I broke into PC gaming with like an MMO, Guild Wars, the original Guild Wars. Oh, good grief! Yeah, okay. I never played it, but I've, I've, I was just talking to a friend about it who's really into World of Warcraft now, and she was talking about how she used to play that. Yeah, I, I actually yeah, recently, it's... recently as in the past year, went back and beat the game again, and I was like, it's not okay. as good as I remember. It only took about no, it... <laughs> about twelve hours to beat all the campaigns, but I was like, it's not great. It's not bad. <laughs> Is is that because you now know the mechanics of all these things, and that they haven't the mechanics haven't really changed an awful lot? I I think decades? possibly, but I think the other part might have just been like when I played it originally, I was a lot younger. I probably would have ran around fourteen, fifteen or so when mm-hmm. I played it when it came out, and mechanics just seemed so obtuse, like. Do it was one yeah. of those like I have to do all these side quests. Whereas in, as an adult, I was just like main story, main story, main story. Let's just go, 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 go. Yeah, that was it. I, I, it's all I cared about, right? Because I've got time. Yes, because my life's got it away, so you just need to go. Exactly, and it was very much like yeah. it was not just that; it was streaming it with my brother. So I was like, I've only got a couple hours every week to play it with him, so we beat it together. And I, I that that I would not trade in the world to be able to say I beat an MMO technically with my brother and we hadn't played it since we played it previously and never finished it. That's, if that makes that's, sense, that's pretty pretty good going. Yeah, right. Good going. It, it, so it, it's just interesting, but uh, I yeah, I actually have a question for you. It's okay. just come to mind, and it's it's just about gaming in general. It, just go with. It. I know you normally you'd be asking me the questions, and perfectly fine. That's how podcasts work. But I'm just thinking, <laughs> why do we play games so much? Ooh, escapism. I think that's what a lot of people, whether they kind of realize it or not, the moment you turn on a game such as simple as Mario, the rules yeah. are very well laid out. They're very clear about what our goal is, how to win. Yeah. And that's it. And so Mario is very simple. Zelda is very much about explore. And it's just about mindless entertainment, escaping what's going on around you. Um, Which is why, like, I'm starting to get out of, like, the gritty games where it's like, we're in a dystopian future. And it's like, no, we are that dystopian future. We we are at this (laughs) moment. Um, yeah, we are the future that what Call of Duty, Black Ops, or whatever was trying to foretell. And I was like, no, eh. it, it just to me, it's it's some of those gritty games aren't fun anymore. It's just like, eh, it's just yeah, they're a bit too heavy, right? I'd really rather play. I, I've been stuck playing a stupid coloring game, color by numbers, <laughs> and I'm like. I am just really? as happy playing this and watching YouTube than playing the, you know, I, I couldn't get into Red Dead Redemption 2. I just okay. couldn't. I was just sitting there going, all right, I'm already, I, well, I, it's not that I'm bored. It's just that there's too much to do. And my brain, yeah. my, I am very much, a, I absolutely have to stop myself from like trying to complete everything 100% on my first yeah. playthrough. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because there's just too much. You will be there for hundreds of hours right. trying to do stupid and, little side missions. And then it's that not have fun. No anymore. impact. Yeah. Yeah. You're just doing it for the sake of doing it. it exactly. So it's like once you play it and you're like, uh, man, I've already put in 40 hours. How far are you into it? Probably about two hours. But I've aced everything <laughs> up until. Because I'm having fun. And so she's like, no, you're not. <laughs> it feels, it's like some tick list you have to do to make yourself feel like you, you've completed everything that you could possibly do, and therefore you've got best value for money, perhaps. Right. Yep. Uh, I, I get that. Whereas, like, when you, you turn back the time to old school RPGs where it's just like, I gotta know the story, like, as... Gotta go into the dungeon. Right. I gotta, I gotta go to the dungeon. I, I gotta figure out why Sephiroth is just a 
raging jerk. <laughs> you know, you got you had yeah. to find out these pieces of information or games such as Chrono Trigger and Final Fantasy. You're like, I gotta find out. I gotta just keep going. And now I'm just like, I gotta level up all my magic. And I, it, it's it just yeah something about it has just drained the fun out of it. And I'm just like, ah, mm-hmm. I've become a a husk of the person who was able to enjoy. But it's what makes for me, it's what makes like Pokemon great. Is I and this, this, simple. this generation I have been absolutely avoiding as much information needless information that I mm-hmm. can avoid. Yeah. Because there's that it's sense of there, there's that exact sense of wonder of going, I wonder what this this Pokemon evolves into. I wonder what's yeah. just around the corner and not having a guidebook going, all right, okay, so if I walk next to this rock and up from this tree, there's a collectible. I've got to get all the collectibles. It's like, why? Yeah. yeah. Oh my God, I've missed it. I've missed it. It's that fear of missing out, isn't it? Oh no, I've missed it. I've missed the thing. Exactly. And, again, YouTube, and again, YouTube, now we've got, uh, as soon as something gets out, come, even before it's come out, you, you'll get YouTube creators who, uh, built up a following and they'll get an early release of a particular game or chapter or whatever DLC mm-hmm. and will have made video guides on it before you've even got hold of it. So you just go and you can just go and, and, and watch exactly how to do everything if you want to. Within days which, you've got the best meta build and you're like, I am overpowered yeah. by having no oh, fun. No. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I think we've talked a little bit about past gaming, and we talked a little bit about modern gaming, but what kind of games are you into, like, today? Like, you get off the podcast, if you're going to go play a game, what are you going to go play? Destiny. Now, <laughs> having said that, having completely uh, uh, raked all our day on, I, taking I, it apart, the whole DLC and, and having too much to do thing... Um, Destiny is still a bit of a power fantasy and it's relatively easy to, you can just go and do a strike, you can just go and wander around for a bit, you don't, you know, it it can be quite, it's quite relaxing shooting enemies in the faces sometimes, it's, I don't know what that is, it's a weird thing, but you can just mooch about in a patrol area and not have to take anything so seriously. Um, I, I've got a very good clan, uh, called Lux Vitae who are a great bunch of guys. And they're mostly English or European, but um, th- weirdly, it actually feels a bit like a family, and they're very supportive, and you can have a good laugh with them. And we can talk about work or, or life while we're, while we're shooting things. And, and I like that sort of thing. Um, you know, I'm self-employed. I don't get that much time to, to game anymore. So really, Destiny, I can just dip in and out of. Uh, and and have built that social side as well. So I want to ask you, I want to ask you a question about yeah. that one real fast sure. before we go into Assassin's yeah. Creed. So, Destiny, <laughs> is it more of it's an easy game to autopilot while you socialize? For, yeah. for you, so it's one of those like I can just load it up and just chat while you know shooting Vex in the face, and it's fine. Yeah, it's not yeah. like a an MMO or like a strategic game where you're like. All right, I gotta think about this. Don't talk That's to me about your day. I'd like to not hear that. I'd like to keep my <laughs> troops alive. Thank you. Yeah, no, you don't need to do that. It's not like World of Warcraft either. It's 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 just very light. It's very easy. It's it's a uh, it's a bit like a slackers MMO, I suppose. It's not but, hardcore at all, unless you want it to be. Wholeheartedly, agree. you just end up finding yourself racing your sparrow around in a circle on the yeah. moon, and you're like, "What have I been doing the last thirty minutes? Eh, nothing." But Very I'm much. happy doing it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, I can totally agree. And and I, I didn't mean to cut you off earlier, but you were talking about Assassin's Creed. Okay. Um, which Assassin's well, Creed? I was, uh, most, mostly Odyssey at the moment. I, again, it's just escapism. It doesn't take itself seriously. You can go for ultimate meta builds if you want, OP meta builds if you want to. I don't care. Um, I'm just... <laughs> wandering around doing random bits of side missions and you know i've done the, i've done the main the main quests and i i quite like uh, the mythology behind it i like that there's um 
there's that uh, option where you can do the history tour, almost. Ooh, I hadn't heard about the history tour thing. Well, yeah, there's there's a kind of an exploration mode where you're not in the game as well. You are, but you're not within the storyline. You can go and visit the various locations around the the world. It's the same with uh, Origins as well. Uh, you can you can walk around and it will give you uh, pointers where you can click on something and it will tell you the history of of that area or that building or whatever. So it's actually like a virtual history tour. That's actually pretty um, cool. Yeah, it is. It's, it's very educational. Um, if you like history and if you like all of that kind of stuff, obviously you would do. Otherwise, you wouldn't be playing it. Mm-hmm. Um, and like I say, honestly, it's just. It's very slightly tongue in cheek, and it just doesn't take itself seriously. And I like that. Did you play Assassin's Creed Black Flag? I did not, but I've played one, two, I, three. I think you might really enjoy Black Flag. Okay. Uh, for the uh, for the just be able to turn your brain off on autopilot. So uh, okay. it's yep. all about pirates. So you end okay. up just that's good sailing on the water. <laughs> And they've got these amazing shanties. So you've got a pirate crew singing old-time shanties, like, you know, Blow the Man uh, Down. Yeah, like they're doing... Uh, yeah, so... Like they're doing, honestly, a bit. Yeah. So you're just you're just cruising around the ocean, just sinking <laughs> boats if you feel like... Just kind of yeah. cruising and listening to sh- sea shanties. <laughs> it's it, it's, it, it's like rest- having the tunes on, isn't it? Exactly. You know, like when you cruise around in Grand Theft Auto and you got the radio on, except it's not the same four songs. It's great. I think they ended up having like 50, 60 shanties. Good, great. And you're just, and they're all sung by actual people. I I feel like I need to get the playlist from Spotify for that. You do. And have that on in the car. Nothing makes (laughs) you. I'm driving around. I could have. Nothing the makes you see, in the car. like, the river or the ocean. I don't know how close to the ocean you are. That's a different topic. I'm, I'm not, but... You, you see, like, a, a body of water, and you're like, I'm yeah. gonna put a boat on that and <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah. I just sail up it and have some it, shanties. It, exactly. It makes, it makes me go, I should finish watching Black Sails. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that's true. It's yeah, a great that's... series. Um. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we talked about yeah. that you're uh you do a lot of marketing, correct? Uh coaching. I, I do a bit of marketing. Uh, yeah, it's a lot of coaching, mostly sales coaching and um a bit of life coaching sort of stuff. Yeah. Okay. So here's the toughest question I think we're probably ever going to have on this podcast. <laughs> I know what's coming. Go on. <laughs> you're, so you're in charge it. of marketing EA now. Besides burning the building to the ground and sending everybody home, how do you pull them out of their nosedive? Well, I, I, you know, I've been thinking about this, and 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 with with it just being marketing, if it was head of EA, I would probably decide to just, you know, leave it. it it's like it's done. It it has its own marketing. It has its own uh, uh, buyer persona it has its own model for uh for sales and and for for making money um and it's it's not good if you're into gaming it's great if you're running ea but with marketing your job there is to try and make people buy your stuff um and i think if i was in charge of marketing with the, with the way that it's gone and the way that the basically that, that for years they've been trying to scrape as much money out of your wallet as possible it just doesn't fit with my values anymore and i think i'd be looking at at the at the uh at the board of directors or the people running the show and and i would say this is not for me anymore i can't do it i'm sorry but this just doesn't fit it doesn't feel right doesn't feel like my values i'm out there's only I'm not going to go do coaching or something. There's um, only so much marketing you can do because the yeah. Correct me. Turn it round. I was going to say correct me. Turn it round. Go ahead. Sorry, I was just going to say to really turn it round, you would have to turn around the, the the pricing model and the DLC and the loot boxes and and the cards and all the other stuff that they 
put out, you you have to market what what is being produced. Yeah. So I mean, to turn it around, you basically would have to lie to make, to make it sound remotely better than it actually is, and then you're just going to shoot yourself in the foot. So I don't think there's any any way out of it. Because I, I think at this point, their market image is pretty much solidified. As yes, they're the great great kings. They have solidified the community. That's absolutely a good point. Uh, so even if you were to turn around and go, okay, um, like, all the <clears throat> all the deal, all the loot box stuff, it's now free. People would still go, yeah, but you're EA. What's the catch? You, you, yeah, exactly. You basically have to close EA and open up AE and go, no, no it's a new company, guys. <laughs> no, we're just now producing no. FIFA. It, it, I remember a time when EA meant good games. Yeah, like it meant yeah, really. Well, I'm not huge into sports games, but they had other stuff. They were involved in other stuff, and it was like mm. such good games. And then they turn you turn around, and you're like, dude, your your games are all loot boxes. You're you're a gambling simulator. Yeah, it's, it's it's all money now. It, it's not about the gaming. It's lost its soul. I, I was gonna say, I I think that gaming as a whole has lost that magic. Like, look at Bioware. They originally made Knights of the Old Republic, which is a beloved series. Yeah, and then they produced Anthem, and everybody went, "Whoa, what is wrong with you?" Yeah, it's like, it's how how did you manage to kill that? And and even Nintendo's doing it. They're somehow managing to screw themselves over because uh, Nintendo, the new, they released the Mario Kart World Tour for app for phone, and it is right. heavily monetized. Like yeah. we are talking heavily monetized with the gotcha mechanics and everything, which cool, it's depressing, isn't it? but it, it's like, what happened to you, Nintendo? You were the, you were the bastion of. We're not going to do, you know, gotchas. And then Pokemon Masters. I love that game, and it's a crippling addiction for me. But <laughs> they ha they they somehow managed to have paid and unpaid special currency. So some yeah. of the stuff, you had to have paid currency, even though you had a bunch of unpaid of the exact same currency. It's and like, then you have a stifled mechanic, so it's difficult to earn the unpaid currency unless you buy well they gave out a lot of currency. unpaid <laughs> they did give out a lot of unpaid okay but some of the special stuff so like they, they imagine if um using destiny if they had free silver and paid for silver and some of the featured items where they ran a special for the the month or the week you could mm -hmm. only use paid silver even though they have yeah. been giving you a bunch of unpaid silver and you're going, I think I think I think the most fair um model for currency, in game currency, that exists and probably has existed for a long time. I know people go on about this quite a lot, but Warframe. Um I think what Digital Extremes have done with the platinum, which is technically the bought currency, mm -hmm. you can still I mean you can earn everything. You can grind for everything you can get, and, and sure, some of it is RNG and, and some of it's not. Um, some of it will take forever to, to build, and it, it, it's a slow grind. But you can get literally everything in the game. If you don't want to wait, because of the market that exists, you can go and buy that thing that you want from somebody else in the dojo um, for effectively for real money. But you know, some of us got money, some of us haven't. Yeah, I I didn't I, get into Warframe. It feels utterly fair. Um, I didn't get into Warframe. It just I I tried. I just it, it's it's an acquired taste, right? <laughs> One of the greatest monetization platforms that I can think of is uh, Overwatch or Heroes of the Storm. Oh, okay, so how so, does that work? Okay. So Overwatch is very much like. All of it is cosmetic. Skins, sprays, voice lines, yeah. victory poses. It's all cosmetic. 
Fair you you yeah. have every character unlocked from the beginning for Overwatch. And everything you can oh, buy, cool. yes, it is a loot box mechanic of what are you going to get? You get five, six items. What are you going to get? That's actually fun because it's kind mm. of, it's all cosmetic. You yeah, know, you get that rare skin, you're like, yeah, cool, I got it. It was kind of a luck thing, and it feels good. Mm. Yeah. Over uh, Heroes of the Storm has kind of the same idea of you can earn everything, or you can buy the premium currency and buy what you specifically want. On top of, you could also buy loot boxes if you want. And much like League of Legends or whatnot, they have the you can buy heroes. They have certain free heroes on a rotation, which I actually love that idea. It gives mm. it, it it as a when you start going in, you start playing as a free player. You go, I'm just going to play the free characters because I don't know what character I like. Mm-hmm. So I used to actually be huge into Heroes of the Storm, and one uh, one week, Diva came up from Overwatch, uh-huh. and I okay. played a bunch of Diva, and I found out I love diva as a character so i bought diva so i could use her whenever right, and then i was okay. like i, I, I want to yeah. so then it, it kind of gives you that hey we're on a rotation schedule here you get to play as this character and if you like it you can go buy it if you want a skin for it you can choose to go buy it it was very much like a Interesting. Okay. so to me and then they had the loot boxes which you could earn which again was you could you could get heroes in it. You could get skins in it. So it's like the, hey, if you get a hero, maybe you like it, maybe you don't. And that was it. Mm-hmm. It, it, it kind of mm-hmm. felt like you join in as a new player, and you're like, cool, you get a wide spread of free characters, and then yeah, you can choose good. to buy yeah. it. You're like, after yeah. the week's over, okay. you're like, oh man, I really liked that character. And you buy it. You buy it outright. It's not like a let me buy a loot box and maybe I'll get that character, which yeah, is what that's it. which EA has a problem with, especially like Battlefront. It's the gambling, like you say, it's the gambling. It's the difference between gambling and not gambling. If you're not gambling, it's fine. As soon as you're getting excited about something, but there's a there's only a chance that it will happen, and there's a very very slim chance that you'll get the thing that you really want. Right. I mean, been hyped it, up for whatever reason. Exactly, and that frustrates me when, like, like Darth Vader. <laughs> yeah, I was just say even FIFA nowadays. I don't play sports games, but I keep up with it. Mm-hmm. You can earn characters through their gambling system, and it wasn't like a cheeky. Yeah, you get it in like a loot box. It was a flat out like casino, like <laughs> yeah, a roulette yeah, yeah. wheel, slot machines, and I'm sitting there going, yeah. "You aren't even hiding it at this point." You were just flat out saying, "Yo, open your hearts and your wallets. We'd like to. We'd yeah. like to take some money." Yeah. And I, I just looked at. I was like, "That feels sleazy, marketing that yep. to, to kids." Truthfully, yep. kids. As I mean, as adults, I think we can all agree. Yeah, sometimes buying that skin to look awesome is cool. Like, because I mean. Who hasn't bought a weapon ornament or armor skins for Destiny mm. 2? Because you're like, I like the way that looks. <laughs> yeah. Does it function differently? No. But, but, no. With, but with football, you're looking at people's role models yeah, uh, and their own dreams, and then you're feeding on that, and that's wrong. That's just utterly wrong. It's, it's scummy. And I, yeah, I, I hesitate to throw that around at a company, but it's scummy. No, it uh, is. Absolutely. It's... It, it, they are literally pulling on people's psychologies in a yeah. negative way. Yeah. And it is. It's just scummy. They know exactly what they're doing, and it's just not right. I'm gonna, yeah, okay, you can say parents need to be more careful, but... It, yeah. It's, it, again, you shouldn't need to, you know? It, it's. I, I almost want to lump Fortnite in there, just because I, I think that's an easy target, because it's absolutely <laughs> marketed towards kids. Yeah, well, it's very cartoony, isn't it? So It is. Yeah. Okay, last question before we move on to some other okay. stuff. So, last question is, besides gaming, and besides your day job, what do you do in your free time? <laughs> what free okay, time? what free time? <laughs> <laughs> I don't have free time. I'm self-employed. Back in the day, yeah. I remember that back in the day. Uh, so, so, when I'm not being pulled in by 
by destiny. Um, I, I do, I do like watching a bit of Netflix. Um, I, I like a few di- different series on there. Uh, I've, I've, it's kind of finished now, but I, I was really into Peaky Blinders. Um, just because it's it's kind of raw, I know it's glorifying violence and and uh, and all that, but it, they are very cool to be fair. Oh, yeah. But then other things like uh, interesting stories, uh, human stories or, or documentaries, um, like the Defiant Ones, which is for me less about the music and more about the the business and the tenacity of of people to to get what they want. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a there's a show called Delt about a magician, um, and I won't give any spoilers on on, on it because. Again, it's about tenacity and and passion and and not giving up on things, um, and it, it it is just about this guy as a card magician, um, but but the story behind it is is absolutely incredible, um, and the, the 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 challenges that that guy has overcome, regardless of whether you like him or not, he's probably not the nicest guy on the planet, but it, it's just a really interesting story of determination and passion. Uh, inside Bill's brain has been particularly interesting recently as well because I mean it's it's Bill Gates you know I mean come on it's Bill Gates <laughs> yeah even if you don't like him he's still got a hell of a brain um, oh, yeah. and it's it's just interesting to try and see or hear how he thinks so yeah, yeah. things like that I'm I'm always about learning learning more about people and psychology and uh, and that kind of thing awesome so, yeah, that, that sounds great. Uh, it's and for downtime. I have destiny. Yeah, so yeah. there we go. And you know, there's, some, there's, there's something to be said. Uh, just let Um, are you an Xbox or PC a Destiny player? Or, uh, or PS4? I am now only. I am now only uh, PC. I was I was on P- PS4. Uh, <laughs> spending too much time gaming, uh, so I sold that. I thought oh, I'm going to focus more work, and I did that for a bit. And then they gave Destiny uh, plus Warmind and the other one, uh, the Curse of Osiris. Away for free. Yep. And I couldn't resist. So there you go. And cross save. Back on Destiny. Yeah. yeah. And cross save now. Yep. Uh, so yeah. Back on that. I hear that. I was, I was just asking. Like, Man, peace. <laughs> There's something awesome about being able to load up Netflix or YouTube and just doing strikes. Mindless. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. yeah. That's how I end up watching I'll a ton of on. Netflix at home. <laughs> um, it's nice having Spotify on as well, so you can game and just have Spotify on at the same time, and it's it's true. Yeah. Um. So, before we finish up, I wanted to ask. So, you do a lot of marketing and coaching, like life coaching, marketing coaching, things like mm-hmm. that. So, sales coaching. Yeah. Sales coaching. That's the word I continually not use, it, it, and it, absolutely okay. should. Where? <laughs> it's okay. Where can people find you? Like, what kind of? What do you? This is your time to shine. What can? What do you do and where can people find you, is what I'm saying. What I do is I help people to feel more confident in selling whatever it is that they need to sell. Um, I've now started applying that to general communication. So if you if you have an idea that you need to sell to your management or to a certain degree to your friends, I suppose, um, or if, 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 if there's a particular... Um, area of concern or something, some kind of event that's causing you anxiety that may happen again, like arguments or conflict at work, then I can help deal with with, with that kind of thing. Uh, where you can find me, well, my website, um, which uh, are you going to mention that later? Uh, or I, I, I am. I was going to put it in the description, absolutely okay. uh, down below. Yeah, so my website down below, <laughs> and um, also on LinkedIn as well. I, I don't tend to do Facebook. Most of my audience are professional and all self-employed people. So, are you saying um, Facebook they, moms they aren't up. professional? No, <laughs> uh, I'm sure they are. I'm sure they are very professional. Uh, that I just don't tend. I tend to. I mean, they, they, they'll be on LinkedIn as well. So, I, I'm again, just giving I'm you really grief. I, <laughs> Facebook know, is the worst to place to market I'm for me. To take myself out of that. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, the minion uh, memes. Yeah. Uh, but no, I can no, actually that. actually LinkedIn is getting a little bit more like Facebook. You do tend to get people being divisive, and you get people talking about how wonderful a day they've had and motivational stuff. And I'm kind of eye rolling myself at the moment. Yikes! Uh, so I try not to do that. Yeah, I know. Uh, so it's it's going a little bit more Facebooky. The number of people that will will, will do videos from their cars is is incredible. 
That hurt my soul. <laughs> but, my soul yeah, hurts sorry. now. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. But, uh, um, yeah. There you go. But it's, we, it's quite a mix. We'll be sure to put all of that down below in the description. Thank you. Well. Yeah. And it's thank a, you for having me on. I, you know. I, I loved having you on. Love talking about video games and Destiny and uh, business sort of Same. things. Uh, you know, we, we got some good talk about loot boxes, which is always a great punching mm. bag to go on. Uh, you know, cause I don't think anybody goes, you, you know what? I'm, I'm all for banning. I, I love the idea of like cosmetic loot boxes though. There's mm. something to be said about opening up something random. It's like Engrams from Destiny, right? I got yeah. this weapon. Yes. Yes. But, but at the same time, it's also <laughs> like, I'm an adult. <laughs> Yes, I know. I'm just getting far too excited about cosmetics on a game. Right. Come on. Yeah. And then, you, you, then if you're if you're anything like me, you look around and go, I have not decorated my house and I've lived here for five years, <laughs> but darn it, I have the best looking Destiny character. Absolutely. Yes. So, no, loved having you on, and uh, if you, the, you. Uh, the, the, the uh, listener, want to hear more from uh, Mr. Hendley, let us know. Hit him up on Twitter and be like, yo, you should go back on the podcast. I, I'd love to have you back on. So thank that would you. be great. Yeah, in the future, it would be lovely to do that. Absolutely. Yeah. Thank so you. Th thank you for uh, coming on the podcast. And until next week, I hope that everyone here has a wonderful week and doesn't buy too many loot boxes. <laughs> <laughs> so until then, have a good one. Good night. Thanks, guys. And thank you to all of our listeners out there, because we really couldn't do it without you. We hope you enjoyed this week's Gaming and Chill podcast. If you'd like to know more about the podcast, follow us on social media, or learn how to support the podcast directly, check us out at www.gamingandchillpodcast.com. Also, be sure to stay up to date with Gaming and Chill by following us on Twitter at at gaming underscore in underscore chill. Yes, that is gaming underscore in as in Nancy underscore chill. You can also find links to the articles, games, and videos mentioned in this podcast in the description below. Thanks again for watching, and until next time!